Hi, I'm Kelsey Zeiser. Welcome to What's the Story? This is a short podcast from Light Reading, where we take a step back from the most significant topics in telecom to tell you the latest news, how we got here, what it all means, and what to expect next. Today, I'm talking with Mike Dano about T-Mobile's claim to be the biggest wireless network operator in the world. We discuss some of T-Mobile's strategies around spectrum acquisition, its fixed wireless access service, and more. In addition, Mike weighs in on the new iPhone 14 and its satellite connectivity feature. All right, welcome to What's the Story, Mike. Thanks for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me. How are you, Kelsey? Yeah, doing pretty good. Just living the dream, you know. For sure. Are you watching Mm -hmm. The Mandalorian? That's the real question. We were just talking about that before the podcast started. I know. I mentioned on, I think I talked, maybe talked about it on the notebook dump recently, but I'm just like obsessed. It was so good. I know I'm really late to the party, but finally got Disney Plus and like, man, this is such a good show. So So good. good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pew pew, Star Wars. Love it. Yeah. Well, speaking yeah. of The Mandalorian, yes. we're talking about T Mobile. Yes. <laughs> How's that for a transition? Uh, no, that's, yeah, I get it. Very <laughs> solid segue. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so so T Mobile recently announced that they um, believe they are the biggest wireless network operator, not only in the US, but the entire world. What's going ga- on there? In the galaxy. In the galaxy. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it all depends on how you count. How you, how you count it, you know, so they're not certainly not the biggest in terms of subscribers mm-hmm. or base stations or any of that stuff. But I think they are in terms of uh, market capitalization. Uh, uh, Verizon, you know, has been the leader in a lot of those metrics for a long time here in the U.S. and and on an international level. Um, but T-Mobile has just been having so many big uh, successes lately and mm-hmm. they really have investor momentum behind them right now. And so it's true. I think, you know, they've got their market cap is somewhere around 180 billion, you know, chump change for you and I, but yeah. for T-Mobile, it's a pretty good deal. And uh, that's a, you know, it's ahead of Verizon and AT&T and Vodafone and uh, China mobile. And yeah, man, they're, they're, they've got the momentum. I, I think, I mean, my big takeaway is that, you know, T-Mobile has been telling this 5G story for a couple of years now. And, and really, like, uh, it's it's really, like, seems to be firming up uh, this year. 2022 is the year of T-Mobile. That's my, that's it. That's what I think. Nice. That's, my, that's my big takeaway. Yeah. Uh, so what are, what are your thoughts on um, how uh, some of the other reasons that they're, you know, getting so far ahead of say AT&T and Verizon. I mean, I imagine the Sprint acquisition put them in a pretty good position as well. Yeah. I mean, that's the real, right. That's the real uh, catalyst for them. And once they closed that Sprint acquisition, they've been working to merge the Sprint network and Spectrum with their own uh, network and Spectrum holdings. And uh, recently, they've said they've sort of crossed the the big the big hump there, and they're sort of on their way to getting that project done in the next year or two. But they've really shown a lot of progress there. Uh, they did shut down Sprint's old networks, um, so now they've moved all their customers over to their network. Mm-hmm. Um, they're sort of putting the finishing touches on their big uh, midband five G spectrum build out, which really has increased their network speeds. Um, they've launched. A number of like sort of big, you know, serious um, uh, 
uh, new offerings. They've got that fixed wireless access that's up and running. They've got more than a million customers on that. I think they're among the top 10 ISPs in the country now because of that, the fastest growing. Um, they, they launched a big uh, program for eSIM uh, technology recently. Um, they sold off Sprint's old wireline network to Cogent. Like they've just, they've really been like the last, the last couple of months, it's like they're really firing on all cylinders. It seems like, and their, and their, their, uh, their share price is really like showing it, you know, their, I mean, T-Mobile share price is going up, AT&T and Verizon, either, either staying the same or going down. So it's, oh, they, they really have the, the wind at their backs. Yeah. And I'm just looking at your recent article on it and it looks like they also, um, spent, uh, quite a bit on some licenses from Columbia Capital. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh yeah, so yeah. Um, let Let's talk for like thirty or forty minutes on T-Mobile's. <laughs> yeah, how much time does that strategy? Have? I could just go on and on about their spectrum <laughs> strategy, but you know, I, I, a couple of weeks ago, I wrote a story called "The Quiet Quiet Brilliance of T-Mobile's Spectrum Strategy." I really think that that's that's what's going on here. Is like T-Mobile. Um, Years ago, even before the Sprint transaction, they made a couple of like big bets on what spectrum bands they would use. They bet real heavily on 600 megahertz, and they bet real heavily on 2.5 gigahertz. And those bets have just really paid off. Uh, in especially you know coming into this year, you can really see that the, those bets that they made just were the right ones to make. It really seems like. Um, cause that 600, and so that's the, those are the two spectrum bands that they're really using for 5g 600 megahertz covers a really wide area. Everybody gets, uh, you know, a signal and then you layer on top of that, the 2.5 gigahertz, that's all the capacity. So people get really fast speeds and that's where all this is, you know, coming from. It's like they've, they've got, and you know, they've got, the, uh, their, their service plans are pretty cheap. Uh, their speeds are pretty fast. Uh, their network, uh, you know, certainly seems to be, you know, humming along and pretty reliable and that kind of stuff. And so um, all those bets that they've made on Spectrum a couple of years ago really seem to be paying off. And that's that, that's part of it, too. What you mentioned, uh, they, they bought a, a several billion dollars worth of Spectrum, 600 megahertz Spectrum from Columbia Capital. That was a good that seemed to be a pretty smart purchase. They've purchased uh, some Spectrum in the recent Spectrum auctions and then. Just recently, they walked away uh, with what looks like a, a complete steal from the the FCC's 2.5 gigahertz spectrum auction. I think it was auction number 108. And T-Mobile walked away with practically all the licenses for practically no money because no one else was bidding in that in that auction. And so T-Mobile just got it for a sale. Yeah. Uh, and, and so it really just goes to show like, you know, the bet, like I said, the bets they made a couple of years ago on spectrum bands are really seem to be paying off now. Cause now, especially after that spectrum auction that just finished, they've got all the spectrum in rural areas and those are the perfect kind of areas for their fixed wireless, you know, service. And now they've got all this spectrum that they can apply to it. It's just real smart. Right. Yeah. That's like me at the, uh, record shop. I found this dollar bogo section for vinyl records and i'm like how is there all this like carly simon and neil diamond the people left behind moody blues what are uh -huh. y'all doing you yeah just, so that you must buy, be you just bought it all huh yeah pretty much and yeah. for like 10 bucks <laughs> so that must be how t-mobile must yeah, feel like not, that too they're like do you have a, a record player to play that on i do yes oh okay yeah well, that so makes you can sense. got bluetooth did you get any guns and roses that's the real <sighs> No, I did get some Gladys Knight and the Pips. 
Okay. Yeah. Not and Guns N' Roses, but all right. No. <laughs> yeah, not at all, but, okay. you know. Cool. Still good. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that does sound like Paradise City, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> something, something pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you've also been tracking um, the iPhone 14, and I know I need to go and order one because I am still holding on to this XR or 10R, I guess, brick from uh, 2018. Oh, <laughs> I noticed. I think they're they're totally throttling the battery on it. Like oh, really? this this week, though, I just yeah. noticed it's like going down quite a bit than it normally does, and I'm not using it any differently. So I, I'm pretty sure they've been listening in and they're like, Kelsey, go ahead and order it. Just pick your color. <laughs> now's the time to really make your battery just suck. Now right. that the new one's out. <laughs> You're like, yeah, now's the time. To, yeah, now she's buy actually going to buy a new one. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what should I get, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Um, so plus, Pro? Max? Max? Max, Max Pro? Max Plus Pro? Pro, Pro plus? Platinum Pro? I, I don't know. I, I can't. I have given... <laughs> I've given up on figuring out what is all out there. There's the Samsung somehow jumped to the, to the number 22. That's their galaxy ultra S S 22. What happened to like the last 10? Like I thought they were like galaxy eight and now they're in S 22. At some point they had some batteries catching on fire. So maybe maybe that's what happened to like a certain number of. Yeah. And now iPhone. So iPhone and now Apple announced all these, iPhones and that's Pro and Max and Ultra and Premium. I, I just it is nuts. I think I can't. I can't yeah, I tried it. looking at CNET because usually they're pretty good about um, showing it. But uh, I mean, I'll have to go back now that because it, it was just under pre-release. But um, I, I think they're now opening it up. Um, so maybe they'll have a better idea of, of what's what. But they were, I mean, the video I watched was like, this one's bigger than this one. And unfortunately, they don't have the mini anymore. So you can't get a smaller one. And now there's this lavender color that's basically white, but it's lavender. And I was like, great. That's awesome. Yeah, lavender <laughs> sounds good. But it, it sounds like, so I know we've been talking a little bit before about um, the satellite connectivity but they mentioned that it's only for two years. And after that, I guess you have to pay for the ability to like call emergency services. Yeah, man. Via satellite. I was like, that's kind of lame. Like, no, I think I, I'm so I'm 100% sold on that whole thing. I, I actually think, honestly, from my perspective, the ability to text to a satellite for, I think, is more valuable than 5G. Okay. So you would oh, pay yeah. for it. For oh yeah. That. Oh yeah. I would, I think that that, cause I mean, if you ever travel, like I, I go to, I'm from New Mexico, there's huge parts of New Mexico that are totally uncovered. And I'm always worried about, you know, the car breaking down or breaking an ankle or, you know what I mean? Like I, I would love yeah. to have my, if my kids could have that, like I would just, I would feel so much less stress about it just i think that that the ability to get signal anywhere i think is is huge i I realize that probably there's only a small portion of the population that really cares about that but i i think that i think that that's really just amazing and super worth the the price so if yeah if you've got an xr and it's ready to be upgraded i get that satellite right away yeah i'll use this one as a expensive coaster i think or 
<laughs> Maybe they'll uh, give me like 10 bucks for turning it in. Yeah. Someone needs a phone. Um, but yeah, that's that's a great point. I mean, I know you like to go camping a lot, so um, that's Dude, a good... To, to, yeah, each, to have yeah. those. To just in case. I mean, just to say, hey, I'm going to be late. Don't, don't call search and rescue on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huge. L- lately, I've been watching these like cave diving disaster videos i don't know why like i've just gotten into that on youtube so they could probably yeah i don't know if your iphone would work that far underwater but yeah i think you do need to have a a view of the sky so yeah (laughs) so maybe maybe not for the cave divers maybe not the cave people but why would you go into a cave i mean yeah you you can climb mountains and then you'll get a great view of the sky so yeah no cave diving is super dangerous don't do that (laughs) yeah i'll skip that Right. Um, anything else on your radar? I mean, I did mean to um, to ask you earlier, uh, circling back to T-Mobile, you know, a few years ago, they had another uh, kind of security breach. Is is that still, is anyone talking about that still? Like, that's one of the reasons why I'm like, I don't know if I'd really want to go over to T-Mobile. Like, T-Mobile. Uh, I mean, you should just sell it, your personal information okay. now on the dark web. <laughs> for whatever you can get for it. Cause it's going to get there eventually. I think, I, yeah, I don't know. It, you really don't hear much about the security stuff anymore. I mean, people have made a big, a, 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 several big announcements about, you know, we're doing this with security. We have this consultant, we've done, you know, the X, Y, and Z on our systems and it's more secure now. You know, I just think that, uh, I think that cybersecurity is a huge issue everyone's working on it and it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. That's mm-hmm. my like mm-hmm. big takeaway from this. Cause you know, you just see so many companies have been hacked. So much data is out for sale. Um, so, you know, yeah, just kind of a matter of time. I, I mean, target they're they got hacked with the, like the credit card data, right? Like a few years ago. And yeah. I mean, I, I still shop at, I'm not going to stop shopping at target. Yeah, Target got hacked. I mean, everybody's gotten hacked. So yeah. uh, I just, I'm. It, it's true that the T-Mobile breach was pretty significant. And you know, the problem is the data that is leaked. If it's your email address, like who cares, right? Yeah. Whatever. But if it's your social security number, your birthday, your phone number, your current address, you know, those are the kind of things. Those that's the kind of data that can be potentially disruptive. Um. So yeah, but I, I, I'm uh, it. It did affect T-Mobile's business, but I'm not sure that it's much of an issue right now for them. Okay, unless so there's I, another hack, which is entirely possible. Yeah, yeah we'll see. I mean, <clears throat> do you still have some some tin hats laying around that yes. that I could borrow? Yes, definitely. Okay. I mean, yeah, like I said, if we could all just make money from the sale of our own data, like I'd be down for that. that <laughs> Because then at least at least we're making some money off the deal, right? You know, versus just yeah. having it leaked by some company or you know hacked out of some company and we don't yeah. get anything from it. Yeah, and having this like shirt from the Gap follow me around the internet. <laughs> I don't want to buy it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just let yeah. it go. Yeah. All right, Mike. Well, thanks so much for the updates, and uh, I'm gonna go out and pick an iPhone. I- I'm just gonna focus on color. I think. <laughs> I think that's right? smart. Don that's your tinfoil hat. I'll, yep. I'll, loan, I'll loan you mine and then, yeah, go out iPhone shopping. That's yeah. the way to do it. Sounds good. All yeah. right. Talk to you later. All right. Thank you so much, Mike, for taking the time to talk today. And thank you to our wonderful producer, Pierre Landrio, for making this episode. 
Be sure to subscribe to the Light Reading Podcast for more interviews and insights from the team. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time.